All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A very sexy man may or may not have flown into Vegas and banged my brains out. And by that, I mean he totally did. So we're going to talk about that soon. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. We have people reach out literally daily on social media and via email saying things like, we want to get in the lifestyle, we want to start connecting with people, but we just don't know how. And we always recommend Cassidy for two reasons, really. One, in my opinion, it's the most user-friendly of the sites out there. It's very modern and chic design, makes it easy to connect with people. But the other thing is Cassidy really takes your security very seriously. For example, you can do things like verify yourselves and make other people realize that you are a real person, not some sort of a bot, which is always helpful. There's a lot of fakes and flakes on those lifestyle sites. So Cassidy does what they can to eliminate that and just allow you to focus on the fun, sexy connections. And if you want to try Cassidy for free for an entire month, you can head to our website, Front frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner, you can try all of its features free for an entire month. We hope to see you at Cassidy.com. So. Lots of craziness. So much fun. This week has been fun. It's been sexy. It's been naughty. It's been vanilla fun. I mean, just like a lot going on. Yeah, well, we took the weekend off. Well, we took the I took the weekend off from a lot of things, first of all. I did not step foot in a gym for three days, which never happens, but I needed a fucking break. You and I had some downtime, and we just wanted to do just dumb shit and just hang out and have some fun and focus on us and, and vanilla stuff. And it was a fucking blast. Just went to uh, a college football game at Allegiant Stadium with Nick and Nicole. That was so fun. Legion Stadium is such a badass place. Oh yeah. my God. It was a great way to experience it. It wasn't too crazy. It was a great fucking game. Had a blast. Uh, UNLV won. So that's good Barely. news. Barely. That was a nail biter. Fucking I, crazy. I don't even fucking like sporting events. I so could care less about them. But that was a fun game because it was so close. Yeah, it was. It really was a good time. And it was a great stadium, like I said, and we got a chance to see it. So that was cool. Spent some time downtown in the Arts District. Really, we haven't been to a lot of our local places a lot lately so we kind of went and saw everybody we haven't been fucking anywhere i mean we've no, been everywhere everywhere and here in, in las yeah, vegas everywhere yeah. and nowhere yeah it's been great I, I enjoyed the shit out of it me too we slept in a little bit a couple days i really just feel like we took care of our souls the last few days you know it yeah. was really really nice yeah needed that i should also say if you guys have been reaching out over the weekend we pretty much just took the weekend off which we never do so we're getting no. back into it if anyone is uh needing us that's why yeah i'm doing my best to work through the cassidy um <laughs> messages I'm, I'm getting there I'm, do you have a ton of them well yeah like i think there was like 17 oh my goodness so you're in high demand i'm trying to work my way through it all everyone wants that brian hot sausage i uh, love it honestly well it's really kind of going to be a theme i think this particular episode as it pertains to single dudes and men in general i've gotten a number fucked off by them is that well, what you're saying <laughs> For all kinds of reasons. I've got a number of guys that have reached out to me. They're coupled guys. They're part of a, a couple. They're husbands of a, you know, of a couple. And 
they're interested in trying to put together a very similar situation to the one that I recently had. We hadn't really talked much about it yet that I had with this amazing woman that came into town specifically to see me. And they're trying to figure out how all that works, not with me specifically, just in general and how to how to kind of capitalize on some of these opportunities. So it's a theme. Uh, the guys are a theme because what they're telling me is how fucking terrible their experiences are with a lot of single men. Well, for me, it kind of ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I'm super pro single guy and I'm having really good interactions and they're giving me a lot of hope that maybe there are some really, really solid guys out there. And then it all seems to just fucking tank right at the same time. And it's it's impossible to not be jaded and bitter about it. Well, it's like anything else, right? When it rains, it pours. I mean, you're dealing with it personally with a couple of, you know, issues you're having with some of the guys you're seeing and some of the things you're struggling with. And then it gets compounded by fucking morons that reach out and do dumb shit. I mean, it happens to me literally every day. Look, I know we're probably preaching to the choir here. Couples who entertain single men do routinely have these issues. I have an additional issue because I also date single men or men and they're (laughs) fucking brutal to deal with. You know, I mean, they are fucking brutal. So I get it. You know, it's double. I'm double dipping. I got to, you know, I'm dealing with the guys that you're potentially going to be having sex with. I'm dealing with the guys that I'm potentially going to have sex with. It is fucking (laughs) mad. And those are the worst ones. Guys are the fucking worst when it comes to interacting with other men. I I can't even, I I really can't explain how bad it is. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, some of the stories you've told me are fucking atrocious. Oh my God. I want to talk about the gym today though. Well, well, and that's a perfect example, right? But you and I were literally talking about this in the car. So let me paint a picture. We went to the gym about seven o'clock this morning. We're recording this the day this is going up, which we do a lot because we really want to bring it real time with real information and the shit that we have actually going on real time. So we went to the gym this morning. I always go to that gym. You don't always go to that gym with me. Right. It's a big fucking gym. It is three stories. It's massive. It's in, it's entirely too much. And I hate it, as it's you like know. It's like a fucking Home Depot that's a gym. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of things. And we go because you like the classes and it has fucking a thousand of them. So you can do all that shit. I fucking hate it. I'd rather be in a dungeon somewhere with... <laughs> I'd rather be in a dungeon, you know, too. <laughs> I, I fucking hate it. But this is a really... It's interesting because it's it's like a live version to me. It's a live version of social media, okay? And I'm not just saying it like because it's to be funny. There are literally people on social media that you see in the fitness space at this gym. Right. And they have a fucking camera crew with them. It's so douchey. I this can't is even. actually a thing that happens, people. This is not a joke. Some of these fitness influencers that you see, male, female, otherwise, literally have people following them around videoing them in the gym yep it is fucking madness (laughs) so i it wears me out right so i go to the gym with one thing in mind and i don't want to be fucked with i look like the unabomber it is done for a fucking reason i have headphones in sometimes not even listening to music just don't want you fucking with me right your hat on your hood on yeah i am completely clad i am covered (laughs) up i don't look approachable i don't want to be approached (laughs) So I do my level best to not be, I just, I'm in the corner. I don't even want to fucking deal with people, right? I do my own thing, but you're inundated with all this stuff. And guys, as I told you, it's difficult for me sometimes because people, I guess, don't realize that mirrors reflect. I I don't understand it. Maybe they don't, (laughs) I don't know. I don't get it. It's a difficult concept. You come up to me. I just told you this earlier to tell me that you were just about finished. I'm sitting on a bench. I've got hundred pound dumbbells on my lap. There is clearly a guy sitting over my right shoulder who is staring at me in the mirror. 
Well, you're hot. But I don't know if he's looking at me because he's interested in me, if I've got something on my face, if <laughs> if he thinks he knows me from somewhere. I don't know what he's or if he's really just watching to see what I'm doing. I have no fucking idea. Well, but to your point, it almost doesn't fucking matter because right. you're not there for that. You're not there to be hit on. You're not there exactly. to have a social interaction with people. So I want to talk about. Yeah. So so it's not just for the women, guys. It, it, guys do it too. Two guys. It's really kind of weird. Yeah. Well, as a woman, it's fucking maddening. So today was a perfect example of this. I am standing on one of the machines. There's a guy next to me and he keeps looking over at me. I can see him out of the corner of my eye. He does it like five times. And then finally, he takes his headphones off and starts waving at me to get my attention. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Again, does this guy know me? Am right. I supposed to know who he is? I've never seen him before. So I finally take my headphones out and I tilt my head over to him and I'm like, can I do something for you? He's like, oh, yeah, I was just trying to get your attention. I'm like, for well, you have it for what? What do you want my attention <laughs> what are we for? Doing? He's like, I was just saying hello and seeing how your day was going. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes, man, you're I'm trying to hit on me at the gym. I'm attached to a fucking stairmaster. My day sucks. In case you're wondering, yeah. you don't even need to ask. How is your day going? You're doing the exact same thing as me on a fucking Monday at seven o'clock in the morning. It's not so great at this moment. Yeah, this is not. Hopefully, not the highlight of my day. So, but the best is the other guy. So okay, then I leave. I'm like, I'm just. I put my headphone back in. I'm like. I'm not here for that. See you later. I walk away. And a few minutes later, I get on one of the arm machines and the two machines, like the rows of machines face each other. Yeah. So if you're sitting across from someone, you're going to see them. They're going to see you. Okay. It's impossible to not. <laughs> Especially it's, when. It's an odd setup. <laughs> there's this, I don't know, probably 65 or 70 year old man that's sitting right across from me as I'm doing some dips. And he has the shortest fucking shorts on I have ever seen in my life. Like, they were almost underwear. They were almost Speedo level. Yeah, that's that's like a generational thing. Guys get weird with that shit. And then I realize that I can see his cock when he's doing the movements because the shorts are moving up with the rest of his body. So his cock is peeking out of the bottom of his shorts. And at first I'm like, oh my God, I'm such a perv. I can't fucking look away. Not because I'm turned on by this man's cock peeking out of his tiny shorts but because it's like a train wreck like your cock's out at the gym bro you don't have underwear on yeah that's by design that and, was not a mistake well i did at first i was like god i'm such a fucking perv i feel horrible then he looks at me and smiles with this fucking creepy ass look in his eyes and that's when i realized he was doing this on purpose he wanted people to see his cock at the gym no question about it. look there's all types it takes all types but here's my question to you and what we were talking about in the car and I still don't feel like we have a good answer for it. Okay. What makes the gym more susceptible to that behavior than say Target? Both are vanilla settings. Neither of them are sexual spaces. Neither of them are spaces where people should be acting overtly creepy like that. But it happens all the fucking time at the gym. Well, for me, like we were talking about, like people will complain a lot of times about the behavior of single men, particularly like at events or, or a, you know, a party or a resort or whatever in the lifestyle. The truth of the matter is we've only ever really seen that kind of aberrant behavior in public in vanilla settings. It's happened at events, but it's very rare. Very rare. Yeah. Very, very rare. But it's like a guy with his fucking cock out at the gym. I tend to believe that there's a, a part of the folks that are there like him, maybe looking for attention for whatever abstract reason. But also it's all the hormones and the pheromones running around and people just feel like 
some things that might be out of character in their normative life, like at the gym, are acceptable because we're most people have fewer clothing on, and See, it's a I physical think that's thing. What it is. You and, were talking about like the pheromones and the testosterone being at a heightened level. I personally think it's that people are wearing far fewer clothes at the gym than they do in normative life. Yeah. So if I have tight fucking pants on and guys see that, it's like there is I don't know, like a switch that goes off in their fucking brains where they're just like turning into these horn dogs. Whereas if I was wearing a pair of jeans, maybe they wouldn't. And that's a fucking problem. Yeah. It, yeah, I guess. It's just one of those places that they feel comfortable. It's almost like um, there's an excuse built in, right? Like, oh, well, I was not really staring at her, but I was walking by or I was behind her uh, looking in the mirror and she was just happened to be in front of me. I'm the guy like at the gym. I've said this many times. If for whatever reason, a gal particularly steps in front of me, like if I'm on a, the treadmill or whatever, I look straight ahead. I never look down. Right. I, I just won't do it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a glance or two. That's not no, what I'm talking about. But it just gets weird. And I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable, certainly. And, and it makes me uncomfortable, honestly, because, you know, I mean, a lot of these uh, women in particular, now there are some guys, too, that are doing their fucking social media thing with the cameras and shit. But it's a lot of the gals. And, you know, I understand they're looking for the attention. I just don't want to give it to them because it's not the place for it. And I feel gross doing it. So I think it's you should difficult. feel gross doing it. Yeah. That's the problem. More guys need to feel gross ogling women and having their fucking cocks out of the gym. Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that's next level fucking weird. I God. wish I'd have seen that guy. He's I, the guy that wears like the really, really, really tight pants and then goes to the strip club. He's that guy. Oh, no. I, no, no, no. <laughs> He's the guy that probably does, you know, he wears sweatpants to the to the strip club, doesn't have underwear on. I know many of, I've seen many of those guys. Ugh, yeah, if you weren't, listen, if you got, if you're a guy and you're wearing shorts to the strip club, you're a fucking, you're a creeper and they shouldn't let you in. We would never let guys in with shorts. So I would hope you would not let a guy in with this short of shorts. Because no shorts. It was honestly this. These were short enough that he probably shouldn't have been anywhere in public yeah. in them. No, no. That's shorts. like a your backyard hangout outfit, not the fucking gym, you pervert. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, so I just think guys need to do better at the gym. If you're one of those guys, don't fucking be that guy. No, I'm all hyped up on it today because this literally just happened this morning. But it happens a lot if we're being honest. It does. It absolutely does. And the behavior. People's behavior in general in, in like the vanilla space is no better. It actually, it's actually worse in, than it is in the lifestyle spaces. I'm, I'm, it just is. I mean, yeah, we see again, it all the time. Some environments far more than others. Oh, so no. No, the gym no question. is the worst. Yeah, be careful. So I want to talk about a little bit of Thanksgiving update because we had a lot of people very invested <laughs> Thanksgiving. in what we were doing for Thanksgiving. And I think it's mostly because most people had to spend time with their families, but they would have significantly rather <laughs> yeah. well, been with us having sushi and potentially going to the strip club. So we did not go to the strip club. No, no. But we still had a great fucking night. We did. We also, we're not traditional people in any sense of the word. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving the way most people do. I frankly... Don't give a shit about holidays for the most part, as a lot of you know. I love holidays. I just yeah. think Thanksgiving is a pretty senseless holiday. Yeah, I, I don't have any use for it for the most part. I don't like turkey, so I'm at it. I'm out on Does that. Does anyone actually love turkey? I think it's fucking I don't know. gross. I think it's, it's really so just traditional dry. than anything. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be, but if you fuck it up, it certainly will be. But we, I, I've always had sushi on holidays. For it just is something I've always done. I've worked most holidays my entire life, and I always had sushi. So it's just the way it went. And so you and I did the same thing we did last year went to the same place that was the plan uh we got out there early though because uh we had a lot of time on our hands we went to a friend's house first and and kind of celebrated with them a little bit for with about 15 or 20 people had a good time and then got got out of there and went and had a drink and you know got ready to have dinner 
which was fucking awesome. And I had a little too much to drink. <laughs> you got a little tipsy pants before we got to dinner, so I had to slow you down. Ooh, that was bad. Yeah, you were a little like, you know, like loopy is what I you were. I was pretty fucking drunk. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't happen that often, but. But we did have the opportunity and the pleasure of being joined by our friend Doc. Yes, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast came for Thanksgiving sushi, which yes. was so fun because his family was out of town. So yeah. we got to spend it with him. Honestly, it was so much fun. Again, so non-traditional. Like you said, totally. we went to this open house. Then we went to an Italian restaurant that we love and had yes. calamari and beer. Yeah. And then we went and had sushi. I mean, it was just a fun fucking day. Yeah. And it's amazing how these things that are really not planned, right? There was no, there was no grand plan to this. Right result in some of the coolest fucking opportunities because that's always how it works it, it absolutely because out of this dinner with doc which and we'll talk about this as as time goes on we've got a lot going on but we doc and i have put together a plan for a new project that i have been desperate to finalize and it just worked out that he's he wants to do it as well yeah so this whole dinner thanksgiving sushi thing turned into a multiple hour conversation about what it is that we want to do and what we want to see going forward in this space and i'm fucking excited about it it was great what a f- phenomenal fucking night i did find it so funny that doc put up a picture of the three of us at sushi dinner on yeah. twitter <laughs> and at least one if not multiple people were like oh did you and brenna have fun after dinner and it's like no we can all three just sit around and have social time together it doesn't mean we're automatically going to be fucking plus i was drunk i don't fuck people when i'm drunk no so. you had wait you had too much to drink although you got much better over time by the time we left you were in much better shape but you weren't <laughs> drinking anything during dinner you took care of that pre pre dinner <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. So it anyway, was that was time. our Thanksgiving. Drunken sushi with Doc. Yeah, listen, it was a fucking blast. I had a I had a good time. I I like doing non-traditional shit. I, you know, the the idea of sitting around a table with family members that you haven't seen all year since last Thanksgiving and bullshit small talk and Pretending meaningless. Pretending like you ugh. give a shit what they have to say, but you totally I, fucking don't. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you're praying for it to be over because you just want to get away from them. It's like, oh, I, I can't wrap my head around ever doing that shit. I hate it so yeah i prefer sushi at uh the casino with friends <laughs> that's that's my thing and we would have gone to the strip club a had you not had too much to drink and b had we not gotten out of there at like fucking 10 30 at night uh after hanging out with doc for a while so you old man you it act was like 10 30 is so late yeah you were in no condition to go to a strip club no i was not no no that would have been bad so i want to transition into single guy tip of the week because it also has to do with doc which it- is fucking insane listen <laughs> we have been doing single guy tip of the week since like episode, I don't know, 30 something, maybe, right? I don't even fucking know. I don't either. This is absolutely, hands down, my favorite. <laughs> I think it's my it's favorite too. my fucking favorite. And again, totally fucking abstract. So let's paint a picture. You and I are out yesterday. Yes. This is yesterday. We're in the Arts District. In the Arts is our District. our favorite part of Vegas. We're yes. just walking around, being stupid, going into antique shops. We stopped to grab a drink. And we're sitting there, and I get a message on Instagram from this guy. Well, now also, while you're doing that, we are, we're sitting at one of our favorite places having a cocktail. I'm texting with Doc. Right. He right. and I are te- completely separate from what's going on on your phone. I'm right. texting with him because I had a question for him about us getting together. And while I'm texting him, you get a message on, was is it was Instagram, right? It was Instagram, yeah. yeah. So this guy writes me on Instagram and he's like, hey, are you guys a cuckold couple? I think you're really attractive or whatever he said. And I was like, no, we're not. You know, we're, we identify as a stag vixen couple. He's like, well, I'd love to show you what I look like. And he sends me a picture <laughs> and I show it to you. And I'm like, is that Doc? 
And you're like, I don't think so. It, it was not a great picture. It was a, it was like a like he kind of cropped it a little bit. So and he was like lying down. Yeah, you couldn't was, see like yeah. his entire face. No. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Doc. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've seen that picture. Well, I'm on the phone with Doc at the time. And right. I, and I said, send it to him. I said, hey, Doc, Brenna's going to send you a picture. Tell me if that's you. He's like, oh, yeah, I just posted. That's on Instagram. That's my picture. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. What are the odds that this jackass is literally sending you a picture of not only someone that we know, someone who lives in our town and who is a friend who I just happen to be on the fucking phone with, who you also have done content with and played with. It's like... Uh, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, yeah. I honestly thought it was, the guy was like punking us. Oh, for sure. So then I'm trying to fuck with this guy and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so handsome. You should send me a picture just so that I know you're real. I'll send you whatever you want from me. I'll send you whatever pictures you want, any videos you want. If you can show me a picture of you holding up three fingers in front of your face. So the guy sends a picture. It's so dumb. I can't. He sends back. It's literally just a chin with three fingers. It's so fucking crazy. Also, it occurred to me later that his profile picture on his Instagram doesn't look anything like Doc. No. You know, both black men. Aside from that, they look nothing. There's no resemblance whatsoever. It clearly not the same guy. And so, of course, (laughs) Doc goes, he starts posting shit on social media, just fucking just trolling the guy. It was fucking hilarious. So listen, single guy tip of the week Uh, do not do not portray yourself as someone you are not because this is what's likely to fucking happen and again when whenever we do single guy tip of the week i feel like the one that we highlight is of course ridiculously egregious because it's funny and it makes for good content i hope good listening but i think you can extrapolate a lot from this i mean first of all This was obviously a guy who is not comfortable with the way that he looks. Because if he was, he wouldn't be catfishing people. He wouldn't be using other people's photos and presenting himself as that person. Right. So, like, if that's you, that's okay if you're not super self-confident in who you are. But then don't try to be in the lifestyle. Like, and don't try to reach out to people on fucking social media. Get your shit together first. Well, yeah. And and let me say this. There has been some conversation via fucking social media or whatever about this particular subject using other people's pictures catfishing essentially because you have to be discreet or you don't want your face out there for whatever one of 40 fucking reasons so you choose a picture of someone that supposedly i'm using air quotes looks similar to you so that when someone does reach out you can confidently say well this isn't exactly me, but here's what I actually look like, and then privately send them a picture, whatever the case is. I reject this concept, and this is one of those reasons. You're fucking catfishing. If it's not your picture, I don't care the reason. You are absolutely being fraudulent. And while this is one of those things that probably doesn't happen a lot, not in this particular way, where you're on the phone with the fucking guy whose picture he's using, probably not going to happen a lot. It's very likely that something like this could happen, and it's just not okay. You're being fraudulent. Well, it's not just about misrepresenting yourself either. You're using somebody else's likeness without their consent. Yes. That's a fucking dick move. Yeah, that's a problem. You really shouldn't fucking do that. So, yeah, guys, seriously, look. I'm actually going to have a conversation with a gentleman today, and I'm really looking forward to it. He's going to call me this afternoon. And he's an older gentleman, probably at the top of the the age spectrum in the lifestyle, or as some people might relate it. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, my conversation with him is very simple. You don't have to be 
the youngest guy in the room. You don't have to be the the most handsome guy in the room. You just have to be the best version of yourself in yeah, the room. You don't have to look like Doc Chocolate for me to be interested. Does it help? Yeah, of course. He's a fucking hot dude. Ain't gonna hurt. But I have played with men that I would say are probably not on that level of attractiveness, and I've had a fucking blast with them. Yeah, guys really do discount, honestly. We talk about it a lot, and some of it's tongue-in-cheek, and but the truth is... Attraction is a lot of different components. Does there have to be a physical kind of connection? Sure. There has to be some surface level connection from a physical perspective. But for me, people get infinitely more attractive the more I like them. Yeah, That's well, just the way it goes. And the other thing is like with, you know, the gentleman that you're talking to today, he's what, in his like early 60s or yes. something? Yes. I mean, I am not personally interested in someone in their early 60s at this point in my life. I'm in my early 30s. I am more attracted to people closer to my age and that's okay because there are women out there that are very interested in older men so it's just it's about presenting yourself authentically and allowing the right people to find you as a result of that no question and look i'm 52 i'm going getting ready to be 53 unfortunately when it comes to men, as you know, I am more attracted to men my age and older. Right. I, There's a lot of young guys that reach out to you. And I got, just got hit up like, by a 20-year-old. I'm like, dude, stop it. 20. 20. I mean, yeah, that's a baby. Yeah, I, I, I just, I can't. Yeah. I, I cannot. So That would be, cra- it would be downright creepy. If you told me like, hey, I'm going to go out and hang out with a 20-year-old. I mean, I'm not going to tell you no, because it's not my fucking decision to make, but I would be very concerned. Uh, so would I. So would I. So, <laughs> and knowing you. You, I'd be like, who the fuck tapped into your brain and yeah. brainwashed you? <laughs> so for me, it's like, you know, I understand guys, particularly when they talk about, well, I'm, you know, I'm too, I'm getting old or I'm, you know, I'm out of shape or whatever. There are things you can do to combat that. And that is not going to define how successful you are a hundred percent in this space. It doesn't have to. Right. Certainly. So I, I hate the idea that guys feel like they have to do what this fucking moron did with Doc's picture because it's so fucking, I mean, it's so egregious well, and listen, it was so obvious. Also, not that you should ever catfish people, but if you're going to be that person, at least do it intelligently. You pick a guy who lives in the same city as me and does the same thing as me. You don't think I know him? Well, yes, for sure. But you're giving credit. You're giving far too much credit. No one's thinking that far ahead when they're doing what they're doing. They're thinking with their Johnson. I guess so. <laughs> their the, Johnson. It didn't get any higher than his waist. With their tallywhacker. Yeah, it didn't get any. His his thought process got waist high. There was no <laughs> thinking about. Oh, clearly they must know each other. They live you know in the same fucking town. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Just don't do it. How about that? Don't fucking do that. Yeah. You know. Good because, advice. <laughs> because this is what happens, and then you get lambasted on social media. Because I'm gonna which write is what back Doc and go, did. you fucking idiot. I know that man. Yeah, exactly. Not only do I know the guy, I'm on the fucking phone with him. <laughs> My partner is talking to him. As <laughs> we, what are the odds of that, though? That was weird. Yeah, that unfortunately for that particular gentleman, this is like a one-off. And, uh, sorry, it happened to you. It was bound to happen to somebody, but it I'm was you. I'm sorry it happened well, to him. Well, you know what I mean. Like, this is probably not the norm. I can't imagine this happens a lot in that particular scenario but it did and now you look stupid for it so don't fucking do that again yeah you know and then he blocked you of course yeah yeah oh well (laughs) my loss except not at all so anyway (laughs) moving on to a man who absolutely did not catfish me (laughs) (laughs) no who i had a 
fabulous time with this is kind of unique because I do have a lot of people that reach out and are like, hey, I would love to come to Vegas and hang out with you. And I reject those opportunities. And I'll talk about why that is and why I kind of I don't want to say made an exception for this person, but why it worked out. Yes. So we're going to get to all of that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and to be honest, I hated taking pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. So what's in the stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, and your energy recovery which for me is absolutely paramount. I take Athletic Greens every morning. It tastes like a tropical fruit punch to me. And the best part is I can use it when we travel. I throw it in my suitcase and off I go. It's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's going to work for you. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting amazing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Calling all hot wife couples, stag and vixen couples, cuckold couples, and respectful single men. We have two opportunities for you to interact with other like-minded people and fulfill some fantasies coming up in 2023. The first one is the Houston event at the Swan Mansion. The Sweethearts Ball, in conjunction with Playhouse LV and Swan Mansion, is an amazing Valentine's Day event happening the 10th and 11th of February at a stunning property. Oh my gosh. You guys should see this place. And the second is our first ever Hot Wife Hotel Takeover. The Real Hot Wives of Phoenix full takeover happening April 13th through the 16th. Yeah, guys, you are not going to want to miss this. The Houston event is amazing. If you don't already have plans for Valentine's Day, this should be at the top of your list. Not to mention Phoenix in April, full hotel takeover, amazing boutique hotel with some phenomenal people. This is going to be a blast and one not to be missed. We're going to have sexy daytime pool parties and we'll also have a nightly themed event giving you plenty of opportunities to connect with whomever you would like to connect with. So if you are a single guy, a cuckold couple, a hot wife couple, or a stag and vixen couple, we invite you to apply for membership today at members.frontporchswingers.com and check out more information on our upcoming events. So I think this experience that we're going to talk about today is a perfect example of how if you plant the seeds in the right way, they can grow over time. Yeah. Because the experience that I had with this gentleman, I actually met him twice before. We both did. And he kind of flirted with me both times and it just didn't happen. A, because it happened both times at our events and I was very busy taking care of people and hosting the event. But the other piece of it is I really, in, in those environments, it is so rare 
fair for me to just meet someone and fuck them right away. Yeah. And this guy kind of understood that. In fact, the second time that we met, he said something along the lines of, there is going to come a time when I hope that you and I can sit down and really chat and you can get inside my brain to decide if I'm a good fit for you. And I was like, that is so fucking smart. That is a lifestyle guy. That's a guy who understands the long game and the payoffs of being patient. Yeah, that's the difference between a single guy and a lifestyle guy. Yes. He absolutely gets it. What a phenomenal fucking gentleman, too, because we did, as you said, had the chance to meet him two separate occasions at our Denver events. And uh, while obviously I remember meeting him, we didn't have a lot of time to chat because, you know, like you mentioned, we were busy. And the idea that he was so interested and so conscientious that he decided to fly out here specifically to see you uh, is a huge fucking deal. Yeah. And again, I've had a lot of guys that have done that, but it's rarely guys that I have met in person. I think that's the big difference. And I wanted to throw that out there because I probably get 10 to 15 inquiries a week of people being like, I would love to come to Vegas and hang out with you. And I always turn them down. And I want everyone to know it is not personal. I am not just being some snobby bitch. It's like, nah, I'm too good. for. That's not what this is. For me... When I'm around somebody in their presence, it tells me so much of what I need to know. I can tell very little about a person digitally, aside from like, are you a decent person? Are you respectful? You know, can you string together some sentences? But for me, it's all about that in-person chemistry. It's your energy. It's are you looking me in the eye? Are you invading my personal space? Because a lot of fucking people do that. It drives me crazy. Those little things can turn me off to the point where I don't want to play with you. So if you're flying in to specifically hang out with me and I have no idea what that chemistry is going to look like, I'm going to feel bad saying no. I will say no because I don't want to play with you if, if it's not there for me. But I would feel bad saying no. It'd be like, oh, what a shitbag thing to do. Like you flew all the way here only for me to be like, eh, sorry, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Whenever that happens with me, I, I really, I, I try to discourage people from doing that because as you mentioned, I do not want to be the reason you're coming here and have this not be a great experience for you. I don't want to be the reason you're yeah. like Vegas fucking sucked. You well, know? I don't want to be the reason that you took the time, energy and finances to do this only to be disappointed. I, I just don't want to do it. You and I just talked about this briefly or just touched on it. I I had an amazing experience with a gal who flew in specifically for that reason. I was not entirely aware that that was the reason. I initially thought she was coming for work. I don't know if I would have tried to discourage her from doing so, A, because it was her very first trip to Vegas, and to do that just to see me huge amount of pressure. I don't want to fuck up your first time doing anything. Now, what I will say is Vegas is a good place for it to happen. Yes. Like if we lived in freaking bumfuck middle of nowhere you know, Mississippi or something, that would be a little bit different than Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, at least if it doesn't work out, you've got some other shit to do, but I still don't want to be the reason that you made that effort only to fuck it up. Exactly. So with this guy, I felt fairly comfortable with him coming here. And he did say specifically to hang out with me and to get to know me. I was very flattered by that. Although this is a man that travels a lot. Yeah. As I was going to mention, he is a world traveler. He's very familiar with Vegas, comes here a lot. So this wouldn't have been a situation where he was a, you know, kind of a, a man without a country. You know, he was here and he would have been just fine. But still, you don't you don't want to be the reason that he doesn't have a good time. So a little bit of backstory on this guy. I don't really remember 
interacting with him at the first event that we had in Denver. I do remember seeing him across the room and being like, wow, that is a fucking sharply dressed, attractive man. Yes. But I don't remember a lot of our interaction. The second time he walked in the door in this head to toe Navy suit. And I it's imprinted on my brain because he just looked so fucking crisp and sexy i mean he looked like he was walking out of a off a fucking runway or something yeah no he knew exactly how to dress he was dressed appropriately he takes great care of himself but not just appropriately better than everyone well else. that's yeah that's my point it's there's you know there's like the minimum right you want to do the minimum well some people do the minimum and then there's people that do more and that's that makes the difference and i'm sure you can get laid off of doing the minimum but when you go to this effort to look so fucking good you get attention and he had my attention yeah the other thing is you guys know from listening to the show i'm a fucking sucker for an accent yes this man is from ghana and he has this beautiful ghanaian accent and it drives me fucking crazy i don't know what it is about an accent to me and it almost doesn't even matter what it is european accents you know latin accents I mean, it it all just fucking turns me on. So I think that mixed with, you know, how well he was dressed and and also very, very handsome man. But he really caught my attention at that event. And I did think to myself, if I'm going to play tonight, it will probably be with him. Yeah. But it didn't happen. So it was probably, I don't know, a month or so ago that he reached out and was like, hey, when are you guys coming back to the Denver area? And I was like, well, we're not coming back for anything social anytime soon. And he's like, well, maybe I could come to you. And again, there was that brief moment of like, oh, so you're going to fly here and that's going to put a lot of pressure on the situation. But at the same time, you're super fucking hot and cool. So I think I should roll the dice. Yeah. Again, he offered, right? He wanted to come. Fortunately, he does come here quite a bit. He travels a lot. He's like he said, a couple of times, two, three times a month because he enjoys it. So him coming here would not have been the end of the world if it didn't work out. And I don't necessarily think he was putting that kind of pressure on the situation. He wanted to come to Vegas and he had the opportunity to see you and hang out. So yeah, it was great. Yeah, I think for him it was like, oh, I have a long weekend because of Thanksgiving. And if I could fuck you all in there, that would be cool. Yeah, it's a bonus. (laughs) So anyway, he flew in Thanksgiving night. And on Friday, you and I made plans to see him in the afternoon. Well, I made plans and you were obviously going to come along with me. Right. And he was staying at Resorts World which is one of the only hotels I will go to on the strip. Yeah. A, because parking is easy, and B, because it's fucking beautiful. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. Matter of fact, I just spoke to a couple last night that was asking me, you know, which hotels to stay in. I always recommend either the Sahara or Resorts World because of ingress and egress. They're so easy to get in and out of, and they're, you know, and where they're, they're located. They're and, super clean. And, yeah. you know, the rooms aren't going to be fucking gross, and yeah. they're not going to be like, fuck you, Brian, for recommending this. <laughs> right. So I try, to, <laughs> I try to give a couple of options but they're the best ones as far as I'm concerned. You can get to and from very easily uh, and not have to deal with all the crazy strip fucking traffic. So you and I went to Resorts World and you actually dropped me off so that you could park because we were running a little bit late. Yeah. And I went in and found him. And again, the man just looks fucking impeccable. He has style. He has taste. I see him as I'm walking up, we met him at a coffee shop inside of uh, Resorts World. And I'm still a long ways away. And I see him immediately he is so sharply dressed you can tell his outfit is pressed as i walk up to him and give him a hug he smells so fucking good i mean the whole thing was just like intoxicating it was so interesting to me and this is not the first time i've experienced it but probably the first time i've experienced it on this level where it's like it before words even come out of his mouth i'm like i want to fuck this man well it has a lot to do with how a person 
carries themselves. A hundred percent. Again, we talk about it a lot. I think we just did talk about it. Appearance is super important. I think everyone can agree to that, but it's the little things, right? And the little things, when I say little things, I mean they're the big things because they add up. How is someone dressed? How do they smell? Their hygiene, is it on point? All of those things matter. And so if someone isn't what you you know normatively find super attractive, they instantly become more attractive when all of those little boxes are checked. Well, and for me, it's even bigger than that. We talk about this so much, but the second that I feel as if a man has put in the effort for me, right. that turns me the fuck on because it's like, you were excited for this. Yeah, but here's the thing about him. And I'm, I'll say this. He's obviously not the only person. I, I'd like to think I do this myself. Yes, he absolutely put in the effort because he knew he was meeting you, he was meeting us, we were going to have a lunch or coffee or whatever, and he's a guy that wants to do the right thing, obviously. He also, to me, strikes me as the kind of guy that does not phone it in ever. He would have been dressed that way and would have smelled that way. Don't ruin my fantasy. Regardless. Allow allow me to think that this was all for me. Well, it absolutely was. (laughs) But my point is... I am vain enough to believe that that's what what was going on here. So don't don't you ruin that for me. No, there's no doubt that he had that in his mind. I want to look good. I want to smell good. There's a chance I might see this gal naked. I don't, you know, I want to have... Everything needs to be pressed and you know sharp but i do think that he's probably a guy that rarely are you going to find him at the grocery store in his fucking pajamas that's not going to be a thing oh no, no you know what i mean this no. is a guy who takes pride in his appearance and i and i can sense that well, I get it, it turned me the fuck on i loved it so anyway you get in the three of us are then sitting there kind of talking and chatting and what i loved about that interaction is it was not sexual. It was not an overtly flirtatious conversation, but it taught me so much about him. I learned a lot about how he interacts, how he communicates, how he um, navigates the lifestyle, which was very impressive to me. I mean, this is a man who, for instance, was like, I don't really care what the husband wants to do. If he wants to be in the room, if he wants to be involved, if he wants video, if he wants audio, he's like, I understand my role in all of this and I understand that this is a fantasy for people and it turns me on to help them fulfill their fantasies and i was like again this is a lifestyle guy this is not some single guy just trying to get his fucking dick wet while he's in vegas that is not what was happening here no but he's also a guy that knows his worth because the conversation that he and i had was very similar to how you know how i maneuver in the space yes i totally understand that you are a couple and whatever it is that you're looking for is very important to you but if what you're looking for is not in alignment with what i'm okay with I'm going to politely decline. Yes. And he is a guy who will simply say, thank you, but no, thank you. I don't think that we're a fit. That's a lifestyle guy, not a single guy. Very yes. different. Fucking impressive. So anyway, I finally got the balls after probably an hour of sitting with him of finally saying, I would love to spend some time with you if you would like to invite me to your room. Yes. Were you surprised by that? Because no. when I think back to even a year ago. I don't think I ever said that. I think you were always the either they said it, they brought right. it up, or you would play wingman and be like, "Hey, do you want to fuck my partner?" Well, I would not say <laughs> that. Say like that God, I wish you. Would. What I would say, <laughs> what I would say was, if you guys want to spend some time alone, I will make myself scarce and go find something to do, which is exactly what I do, obviously, or did in this case. But yeah, you actually said it, and I wasn't surprised. I mean, I, there was a obvious connection. This isn't a complete stranger. It was a very friendly meeting. We enjoyed seeing him again. We had a a great conversation. And obviously, I could tell that he was interested in you and you were interested in him. So I was simply going to excuse myself. I also think he's a man of layers. I feel like he is 
kind of mysterious almost. Yeah, a little bit. it made me curious what sex would be like with him, which is not the norm. Usually guys lay it all out on the table and they want to have all of these raunchy conversations right up front and I know exactly what I'm going to get with them and they usually don't live up to it, if I'm being honest. This was a guy who didn't do any of that with me. It was so friendly and so like logistical leading up to us meeting that it left me wondering, I wonder what kind of lover this man is. And that was very, very exciting and erotic to me. Once again, he and I kind of share some of these qualities. It's a quiet confidence. We don't have to, I'm not going to boast. I am not going to be braggadocious. There is no need for overt uh, sexual conversation. What's going to happen is going to happen. And we will figure that out when and if that time comes. Yeah. So anyway, he says that he would love for me to come upstairs with him. So we go, we get in the elevator, we go to the very top floor. We go into this very, very pretty room. And it was it was very interesting because the moment that the door closed, I felt like the entire energy of the room just shifted. It went from very friendly to to very clear what we both wanted and how we fucking wanted it. It felt almost primal in that room. Sure. Which was so interesting. So I go in, I clean myself up a little bit. I come out in this little piece of black lingerie and it was sexy. It's a brand new piece of lingerie. He's the first one I've worn it for. And it has the like laced cups. So you see my nipples through the cups of it. Yeah. But it also has underwear. So my tits are all pushed up and they look fabulous. And the dress just kind of hits in all the right places i can feel that my booty looks good in it. <laughs> well your like booty I, looks good in everything oh so. <laughs> no, thank you i feel like it probably looked extra good in this or at least i would like to think so so anyway i come out and i'm in this piece of lingerie and immediately he starts smiling and kind of slinking towards me and we just start making out with each other and it was such an interesting mix of sensuality and like I said just this primal energy it was almost like you could smell the hormones in the room oh yeah that, that that's when you know things are going to be pretty fucking hot oh my god when you can just feel it so we're making out with each other and he's so good at kissing he has these beautiful lips and his tongue is like doing all the right things not too much but not too little he starts kissing all over my neck and he starts kissing on my ears and kind of nibbling on them and i'm already moaning and wet just from this which again i know is a really good sign yeah for sure because it's not just what he's doing it's not just the sensation it's like the intent behind it like for example there's one moment where he has a hand this big strong hand on the back of my neck while he is just nibbling and breathing on my ear and i'm like fuck it was confident it was kind of aggressive without being overly so i mean it just got me fucking revved up yeah it just creates that anticipation like that whole what's next thing you know and he did tell me the only thing he told me leading up to this about what he likes in the bedroom is that he really really likes to kiss and he loves that foreplay and loves to kind of have that energy exchange before anything else happens so i mean this went on for a while and there was one point where he asked me to get up on the bed and i thought he was like going to go down on me but instead he just continues to make out with me and i really like that too because i felt like he was really just soaking in those moments he wasn't rushing to get to the pussy yeah we talk about this a lot i actually had this conversation with the amazing woman that i spent some time with most recently the kissing piece is just 
it's fundamental. I get it, whatever. Some couples don't do it. I got it, but you really are missing out. I really don't think you get the same or can get the same experience without that connection. Well, I don't think they give a shit. That's, I think that's the big No, it's very mechanical. They're not about the connection. They're about the sex, which is fine. But for me, this connection was very kind of unexpected. I didn't expect us to gel quite as well as we did right off the bat. So, I mean, again, we're just making out with each other. And finally, he was like, I really want to lick on your pussy. And I was like, absolutely. So I lay all the way back on the bed and I open my legs. And this was my favorite part of the entire session. I feel like more men need to take note of this. I've had men be like, oh, that's a pretty pussy or like, oh, wow, that's nice. He fucking admired my pussy. He was beaming down at it. He starts kind of very lightly touching it. And he was like, this is one of the prettier pussies I've ever seen. I don't even care if it was fucking true. I (laughs) I don't even care if I was top 100. It was the way he said it. It turned me on so much. It made me feel more confident. I was so excited for him to start licking it because I felt like he genuinely appreciated it. I mean, it was just so fucking hot. It set the tone for our sexual experience perfectly yeah all you're well listen not all he's doing obviously but if that is genuinely what he felt that's great if he was wanting to be complimentary and in that way that worked too yeah it didn't even fucking matter no I, who, it, yeah who gives a shit so he also did something very very nice he was playing with my pussy lips which i've had happen before but he was almost like massaging my pussy lips And I've never really experienced that before. That was a new thing. He was almost kind of like kneading them in between like his index finger and his thumb. And of course, you have all sorts of nerve endings down there that most people don't pay attention to. And it just felt electric to me. I mean, it was just wonderful. And again, not trying to rush everything. So when he finally does start to lick my pussy, I just feel tingly all over. And I can tell that I'm just like gushing fucking wet and he starts licking my pussy. And I knew he was going to be good at it from making out with him. His tongue action is fucking perfect. He's kind of swirling it around my clit and then he's darting it in and out of me. And then he starts playing with my pussy lips at the same time that he's sucking on my clit. And I came so hard. Oh, my God. I came hard. Almost to the point that I thought I might have squirted on him a little bit. I don't think I did, but I think I was just ridiculously wet, but still pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure he wouldn't have fucking minded either way. No, I don't think so. So then he continues to like lick on me a little bit, and I can tell I'm not going to be able to come again from oral. It's pretty rare for me to come more than once with anyone but you from oral. Well, you have a well. You do that a lot. I mean, I make you do a lot. I guess you do. I I shouldn't say it's rare. It's just not the norm. Well, you get super sensitive. So, is what happens. Anyway, I can tell I'm not going to come again. So I said I would really like to suck your cock, and he said, "Okay, perfect." And keep in mind, up to this point, he had still his boxer briefs on, so I had not seen his cock. I had felt his cock. I had kind of touched it a little bit while we were making out, and I had not seen it leading up to this. I didn't right. ask him for a cockpick. I had a feeling it was going to be nice just because of the way he carries himself. Big dick energy is a real fucking thing. I can tell when guys have big dicks at this point. I even at the grocery store, I can fucking tell. Well, at least you're hoping. 
Well, yeah, I guess I don't I don't have any way of checking my knowledge, but I'm pretty sure like, I know. Like kombucha guy, you're hoping desperately. Oh, kombucha guy has a giant cock. <laughs> In your I'm mind, he you does. Right now he does. <laughs> but anyway, that's the hot guy at Trader Joe's, by the way, that um, I talk about all the time and I've never hit on, but it's going to happen. And I'm sure, sure it is. I'm sure he has a third leg down there. Sure you're yeah. going to hit on him. <laughs> I, I am. I'm going to find out how big his cock is. The only way you're going to find out is if I tell him that you want to know. <laughs> that's not true. It's going to happen. Have okay. faith in me. Right. So anyway... This beautiful man that I'm with lays down on the bed and starts taking off his boxer briefs, which I also thought was kind of sexy. I don't know. There was something about him laying on his back and like arching his hips up and peeling these boxer briefs off to reveal this fucking amazing cock. Amazing cock. See, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Well, his cock is beautiful. It's big. It's like veiny, but in a hot way, not in a terrifying way. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Some cocks yeah. are like ridiculously veiny and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to like get a tooth caught on one of those veins or something. Well, it must have been really fucking impressive because the next day we saw Nick and Nicole for the football game and you basically told her like, hey, if you're interested, I told him about you. He's still in town. <laughs> you were like giving it a has an amazing cock. Yeah, you were yeah. giving him the reference. Oh God, it was just, it really was beautiful. And it had this very slight curve to it, which I've talked about. I love the curved dicks. It just turns me on. I know it's going to feel different than a completely straight cock would. Your cock curves a little bit and I yes. love it. So anyway, I start sucking it. And what I loved is he's making these little noises and it they start building. And he didn't say anything. He wasn't super verbal with me. It was more so just these little like, hmm, ugh. And that turned me on too because I don't get the sense that he is a super verbal person, period. He's pretty quiet. Yeah, he is. Stoic. But he, but he allowed himself to really just enjoy that moment and naturally and organically allowed these noises to kind of escape from him while I'm sucking his cock. So, of course, that motivated the hell out of me. And there was one point I was deep throating his cock and I was so impressed because I literally had him at the back of my throat and I still stuck my tongue out and was like licking the underside of his cock while I was deep throating. That's pretty impressive. Super fucking impressive. And he was impressed, too, because he looks up at me, kind of props himself up and looks me in the eye and just smiles down at me with the most gigantic smile ever. Yeah, I'm sure he was impressed, too. I'm sure he was like, what the fuck are you doing down there? And I'm like, yes, I'm going to suck your soul out of this cock. (laughs) So anyway, I sucked his cock for quite a while. And then I was like, I really need you to fuck me. And he was like, absolutely. So he goes. And this is also something I loved. I was like, do you have a condom? That's one of the only things we talked about ahead of time is I require condoms during play. And he's like, of course I do. And he whips out this whole wallet full of condoms, all different like sizes. I don't know. Maybe not different sizes. Probably latex, non-latex. Yeah. Yeah. This man was fucking prepared. Again, huge turn on. And again, something I would expect from a lifestyle guy. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to be prepared. I have now been, I've encountered a number of women who have an allergy to latex. And fortunately, we have several different types and it's important to have them. You just never know. Yeah. He was like flipping through his Rolodex of condoms to find the perfect one to put on and then he you know opens it up and puts it on his cock and he wants me on my back first and he said it with such i don't know authority yeah it was very sexy he was like lay on your back i want to fuck you on your back and i was like yes absolutely so i lay down and i spread my legs and he once again remarks on how beautiful my pussy is and i'm like good because you're going to be fucking balls deep in it soon so i'm glad you like it (laughs) Yeah, good thing you're appreciative of it. And the other thing he did, 
This is a man who knows how big he is. And this is a man who's very experienced in the bedroom. He very slowly slid into me at first. And I kind of winced and he's like, are you okay? Do I need to slow down? I was like, no, keep going. So I just felt like it was a very caring moment. He really cared that he, you know, is giant and didn't want to hurt me. Yeah. And it's, he's, like you said, he's experienced enough to know that that is a very likely possibility. So he starts out very kind of slow and he's running his hands up and down my legs, onto my thighs, a little bit onto my ass. And he leans down and starts making out with me. And then we kind of stop for a second and I whisper in his ear and I was like, I want you to go a little bit harder. And he's like, okay. So he starts pumping harder inside of me and we're again, just making out and I'm rubbing my hands all over his back and onto his legs. And he's very muscular. So everything's kind of rippling, which always turns me on. It feels very kind of animalistic and then he just starts fucking pounding me going to pound town and it was delightful mostly because i'd had all that build up and that kind of picking up of pace over time so my body was not only ready for it but craving it yeah you go from that subdued temperature in the room to super fucking heated in you know point zero seconds but not point zero seconds that's the point it took time it was this buildup so by the time he's pounding me i i almost found myself screaming like fucking pound me dude and i loved that i wanted that in that moment so he's just pounding me he's grabbing onto my hips onto my thighs and then there was another point where I was squeezing my own tits. So he started squeezing my tits and almost like using my tits as his lever point to just fucking pound his cock into me. Oh, my fucking God. I swear to God, I came three times back to back to back, probably two minutes apart. It was crazy. It was just like my whole body was just so into this. My mind was so into this. I was so attracted to him. I loved his cock. I loved how everything felt. Everything was firing on all cylinders. Yeah, well, and the, the truth is leading up to us even going to meet him and you playing with him, you were super excited to see him because you, like you said, we had seen him a couple of times before, but you never really had an opportunity to, to play. And so all of that anticipation was just just swimming around in your head. I mean, you were attracted to the guy. We, we changed our plans to make sure you had a chance to meet with him. So it was a big deal. Yeah. So then he kind of stops and he's like, how do you want me to fuck you now? And I was like, I want you to fuck me from behind. He's like, perfect. So I get a pillow. I put it under my hips and I angle myself up so he has plenty of opportunity to slide right in and of course i can tell how wet i am by how easy it is for him to slide his cock inside of, me. of course i mean it just like zoop right in. <laughs> there was no resistance whatsoever and so he starts fucking me from behind and he's grabbing onto my ass and then i start talking dirty to him i'm like oh my god that cock's amazing yes fuck me right there that's the spot right there and i came again and i felt myself clench really hard i thought i was gonna push him out but he was very talented in staying inside of my pussy well, that's not unusual for you by pushing somebody out. <laughs> I know it happens a lot, but he stayed inside and I think he liked it because it was probably 10 seconds later and he was like, I'm going to come. Where do you want me to come? And I was like, well, I want to taste you. So he pulls oh, out I didn't of realize me, that. pulls out of me, takes the condom off. I start sucking his cock, touching on his balls. And he's like, I'm going to fill that mouth up. And I'm like, yes, fill up my mouth. And he came and it legitimately filled up my mouth. It was so much fucking cum. And I loved it. I loved... I, I fu- what is so fucking hot about swallowing a man's cum? I, well, I, for you, I'm not sure. That's a personal thing, I well, guess. Well, what is it for you? Because you love w- coming in my mouth. Yeah, I guess there's a 
there's a I guess a primal dominant thing that, you know it, when it comes to that it you know? makes me feel subordinate somehow yeah it's like yeah it's like uh yeah it's definitely subordinate there's a there's a power dynamic in, at play there I think I guess so and I I think I usually only like it when the session lends for it you know what I mean like when the energy is really going and when there is that kind of primal aspect to it it feels really sexy to then swallow a man's nut yeah and it's it would be different I think if it was more of a, a sensual kind of session, right? Exactly. It's, it's not, the energy is not the same. If it was sensual, I probably would have just allowed him to yeah. come inside the condom while he was fucking sure, me. So, sure. Anyway, comes, fills up my mouth. I'm smiling ear to ear. And the one of the best parts of this whole thing is he just lets out this like, oh, and starts laughing. And then I start laughing. And it was just this fun, silly moment. And I was like, I assume that means you enjoyed that? He's like, oh, I fucking enjoyed that. And I was like, good, because I did too. And it was just this kind of cute moment between the two of us. And what was really interesting is I was kind of getting up. I was going to start, you know, going to the restroom to get myself put back together. And he grabs me in and, like, kisses me on the cheek and was like, you are fucking amazing. And I was like, thank you. And, it, again, it made me feel like it wasn't just like, oh, I wanted a hole the fuck today and you were that hole. It felt like he appreciated the connection that we had in our energy exchange just as much as getting his dick wet. Yeah, the, I think that's the one thing a lot of guys tend to miss. And I, I hear this a lot from some of the gals that I have the opportunity to spend some time with. It's that lack of attention to, you know, the after sex portion. Like, you're not as as attentive as you were prior to having sex because now it's like, okay, got what I came for. I can get dressed and get out of here kind of thing. Exactly. There's there's not enough attention paid to the, your partner afterwards. Obviously, there's, a, there's always, in my opinion, a, a level of aftercare that has to be taken into consideration. But that's not just a man thing because I do that. And that's what I realized because I went in, I cleaned myself up, I came out, I was dressed, he got dressed while I was in the bathroom. And he was like, I would have loved to have touched you and cuddled you a little bit more, something along those lines. And I was like, oh... I was the asshole in this situation. Well, you and I so, tend to do that sometimes because we're always cognizant of each other. That that's the, that's the problem you and I run into. Yeah, I think it's more a vulnerability for me. Maybe. Like Maybe. I do it with people that I'm comfortable with. I have been known to lay in bed and cuddle and kiss on people when sure. I'm comfortable with them. But this was someone that was still very new to me. And even though the experience was amazing and it, I'm so glad that we did it, it's like now I know for next time because I do think there will be a next time with this guy. Right. I know that he wants a little bit more of that after sex attention and care and touch. So that will happen. But again, a perfect example of how you just learn over time what somebody's into and what's really going to fulfill them and I liked the fact that he was verbal enough with me to say that. He was confident enough in our connection to feel like he could tell me that. So yeah. that meant a lot, too. I mean, this is just a guy that overall, his level of conscientiousness, his level of understanding of the lifestyle, his energy, all of it culminated in just this amazing experience and has me wanting more. I mean, I want to see this guy again ASAP. I'm going to think about it until it happens again. Yeah, there's a level of obviously a lifestyle IQ that this guy possesses, and that's important. Not, like I said, I think we're always working on it. If we're not working on it, certainly we're, we're not going to improve it. you got to hone skills no matter what they are. And being conscientious of people is something you've got to do. I, you know, even me, you know, I've talked about it before. I, I have to very consciously remember to pay special attention to the people I'm with after we have completed having sex because I'm always 
concerned about you and our time, but you also have to be concerned about the time of the person that you're with. And, you know, that, that level of conscientiousness is important. Yeah. So anyway, it was fucking hot. He's an amazing man. He has a fabulous cock. And um, I am lifestyle smitten with him. I think he's wonderful. And I would recommend him to literally anyone. Yeah. Super nice fucking guy. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about this experience and providing some other behind the scenes, never heard before info on this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers. So if you got to the end of the episode and you want more, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also offer a lot of other bonuses there, like, for example, real time Snapchat fun and you get access to our telegram chat group so it's a good way to get some bonuses and support the show so again patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you want to see us in our naked glory i actually am putting up a new scene with the lovely mr 702 vegas very very soon uh he actually already took some photos for me and i've been putting them up there so lots of naughty stuff to see at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers and if you want to see brian and his hot sausage go over to onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy keep in mind guys we have some really freaking cool events coming up like we mentioned the sweethearts ball happening in the houston area in february and also our first ever Hot Wife Hotel Takeover happening in Phoenix, April 13th through the 16th. So find all of that information and additional events at members.frontporchswingers.com. What am I missing? A couple of projects. The ENM Summit is coming your way. You're going to hear more about it in the uh, upcoming weeks for sure. I am getting ready to have a conversation with the amazing people at the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. We are going to put this thing together. It's going to be fucking amazing. So stay tuned for that. And a project between myself and Doc Chalk that I cannot tell you how fucking excited I am. It's going to be amazing. Same. I'm so excited for you guys to do that. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.